Good morning, friends. Welcome to Women in Ministry TV broadcast. My name is Deanna Fullerton. Fullerton. I'm a licensed clinical pastoral counselor and ordained minister of pastoral care and founder of Eagles Rest Counseling located right here in Middle Tennessee. Thank you for joining me today on Women in Ministry TV broadcast, Facebook Live, and Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel and podcast. It is a privilege and an honor to have this opportunity to use these platforms through Women in Ministry TV. Leaders are on a tight schedule and, mo and must be creative when it comes time to reading and meditating on God's word. Devotions with Deanna was created as one of those solutions to support busy leaders. My prayer is that you will be inspired to become a person after God's own heart and your strength will be renewed. Today is Good Friday, a day to remember our Lord Jesus Christ and his death on the cross. It is a day to think deeply and carefully about the mind of Christ and the events leading up to his death and resurrection. As you reflect on what Jesus did and what it means to you, I encourage you to also reflect on your personal journey with the Lord. Today, I want to um, bring your attention to Philippians 1 or Philippians 2, one, verses 1 through 8. Um, this is just an example of how to walk in humility and have the mind of Christ. And I know um, there are so many more um, uh, pastors out there that could really teach on Good Friday um, and bring a very good word. But I just want to encourage you to take this time to um, reflect on Jesus Christ, his humility, and what was going on in his mind as he was in the events leading up to the crucifixion and the resurrection. So let's read Philippians 2, 1 through 8. And as a reminder, I read through the New King James Version. You read um, whichever version suits you best. Um, you can find all different kinds of bi uh, Bible versions on the Bible app. Or if you have a hard copy, which I still have my Bible hard copy um, that I will be reading from. But um, Philippians 2, 1 through 8. It says, therefore, if there's any consolation in Christ, if any comfort in love, if any fellowship of the spirit, if any affection and mercy, fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish, selfish ambition or conceit, but in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. Let each of you look out not only for his own interest, but also for the interest of others. Verse five, let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, who being in the form of God did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a servant, and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. So what is the opposite of humility? It is pride. 
Pride we, is defined as a high or inordinate opinion of one's dignity, importance, merit, or superiority, whether as cherished in the mind or as displayed in bearing, conduct, etc. One example that we can know the damage that pride leads us to is King Nebuchadnezzar. It's an example. He is an example of how damaging pride can be to a person's spirit and his mind. To get a good visual of the suffering of the king, let's read um, Daniel 5, 18 through 21. And I like how it reads in the Message Bible. So Daniel 5, 18 through 21 says, listen, O king, the high God gave your father, Nebuchadnezzar, a great kingdom and a glorious reputation. Because God made him so famous, people from everywhere, whether whatever their race, color, and creed, were totally intimidated by him. He killed or spared people on whim. He promoted or humiliated people capriciously. <laughs> I mess this word up every time. He developed a big head and a hard spirit. Then God knocked him off his high horse and stripped him of his fame. He was thrown out of human company, lost his mind, and lived like a wild animal. He ate grass like an ox and was soaked by heaven's dew until he learned his lesson. And what was the lesson? That the high God, that the high God rules human kingdoms and puts anyone he wants in charge. I hope you see from this descriptive um, version of Nebuchadnezzar um, falling from pride um, that it is an adequate description of the consequences of pride that make us not want to travel down this path. Pride is to be avoided at all costs. We also know that pride breeds disunity. Humility, on the other hand, which is perfectly displayed by our Lord Jesus Christ, is to be sought after at all costs. Humility creates unity. It is the path that Jesus Christ took and that he has laid out for each one of us. According to Easton's Bible Dictionary, Humility is defined as a prominent Christian grace. It is a state of mind that is well-pleasing to God. It preserves the soul in tranquility, and it makes us patient under trials. Paul, here in Philippians, encourages them to practice humility. To walk in that humility you have to have the mind of Christ, of Jesus Christ, as stated in Philippians 2.5. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus. Just a little bit of history about the Philippian, Philippians. The Philippian Greeks were not barbarian. They were not ignorant nor without culture. Paul is writing to a people who have risen to the heights of human achievement a people who had much to be proud of, but who nonetheless need the mind of Christ. To have the mind of Christ, a believer must cultivate humility, which in turn creates unity. 
to teach these proud Philippians what it is to have the mind of Christ, to react the way Christ would act if Christ were living now, to think, then behave the way Christ would behave. The apostle describes Christ's humiliation, the actions with dem which demonstrate his humility. Paul's singular goal in this scripture was to use the example of Christ to motivate the Philippians to live in harmony, not conflict. They were naturally a proud people. But as we, as I've said just a few seconds ago, pr but pride breeds disunity. If you know Jesus Christ as your personal savior and you have confessed him as Lord of your life, you have the mind of Christ in you. Let that sink in. The mind of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, is already in you. It is no wonder, especially in our day and time, that the enemy of our soul, Satan, the devil, whatever you want to refer to him as, he, his job is to kill, steal, and destroy. And he is targeting our minds. 1 Corinthians 2.16 in the Amplified Bible says, For who has not known or understood the mind, which is the counsels and purposes of the Lord, so as to guide and instruct him and give him knowledge? But we have the mind of Christ and do hold the thoughts of his heart. Jesus Christ is our perfect example of humility. I encourage you over this, ne this next couple days before Easter, before we celebrate his resurrection, study his life and his teachings on humility. The, the book of John has several scriptures, quite a few scriptures referring to Jesus's min ministry on earth. Um, I would start with John 5. Um, 19, 5, verse 19, 30, and 41, John 6, John 7, and John 8. And just go in, go in with, okay, Lord, show me where you were, you showed humility and teach me how to be like you. Teach me how to have your mind. So Jesus Christ is our pattern. He is our perfect example. His mind was a pure mind. He had a self-sacrificing mind. He had a lowly mind. He had a forbearing mind. He had a constant mind. And lastly, he had a prayerful mind. Andrew Murray says it perfectly about humility. Humility is the only soil in which the graces take root. The lack of humility is the sufficient explanation of every defect and failure. Humility is not so much a grace or virtue along with others. It is the root of all because it alone assumes the right attitude before God and allows him as God to do it all. Here are some life applications, life application questions for you this week. has done on the cross for each and every one of us. 
Having the mind of Christ is obviously necessary if we are to walk in humility. Are there certain scriptures that you can meditate on to help you? Or do you struggle in this area? Another Number two, another aspect of humility that Jesus Christ demonstrated very well is serving others. And we didn't really get into all that. Um, I basically wanted to talk today to you about Jesus Christ's humility and having his mind. So um, who is serving you? And who are you currently serving? And is there someone or a place that you would like to start serving? So number three, commit to praying this next week for any of these areas that you're struggling with and for your strengths as well. I encourage you today on Good Friday to take time to really reflect on the humanity of Jesus Christ. He was seen as a guilty criminal. He was condemned to death an excruciating, painful death, the crucifixion. His humility, his obedience from the beginning of his life to this ultimate act of obedience was all for you and for me. This is the very perfect picture and act of humility and love. Let me close this in prayer. Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you, thank you, thank you for sending your son, Jesus Christ, to come to this earth to live as a human and to give us great examples of how to be a humble person, to live out in humility. Lord, I pray that you would lead us and guide us to be humble servants of yours. Lord, if we do not know, if there are people that do not know Jesus Christ as your personal Savior, that today would be the day that they would give their life up to you. They they would surrender their life to you and know that when they do that and when they walk in obedience and when they become, Jesus becomes the head of their, their life, that they have the mind of Christ. And Lord, I just pray that we would be cognizant when we are um, interacting with others that Jesus Christ's mind is in us and his love indwells in us. Lord, I thank you for this time. I thank you for the cross, what you've done on the cross for every one of us. Lord, I thank you. Um, In a couple days from now, we get to celebrate the resurrection of Jesus Christ. Father God, be with us. Give us wisdom and knowledge about your son, Jesus Christ. In Jesus' precious name, I pray. Amen. Thank you, friends, for joining me today. I hope that you will tune in to Women in Ministry TV broadcast YouTube channel, Facebook page, or Devotions with Deanna YouTube channel or podcast every Friday at 11 o'clock Central Standard Time. I will upload this this broadcast to my podcast. Devotions with Deanna. And if you have a specific prayer request that you would like me to pray for you, um, you can send me an email at devotionswithdeanna at gmail.com. Also, don't forget there are other ministers here that on Women in Ministry TV that bring the word of God. They, they have exhortations. They will pray for you. They're truly women of God that um, are obedient servants of Jesus Christ. And I just pray that if I'm not the person that you want to listen to on Women in Ministry TV, that you would tune in and find somebody that you could really connect to and listen to. 
Have a wonderful, blessed, good Friday and happy Easter. May the Lord bless you and be with you as you go out, go through this day and have a good one.